0: Welcome to Sports Stuff. Should Jimmy Butler have taken that shot? Of sports, apparently. it's a good question. Coming to you yeah. from independent remote quarantine locations with me
1: tonight <laughs> are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports but has an opinion about Jimmy Butler, Rowdy. Who's Jimmy Butler? <laughs> and in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode two forty four, two hundred forty four.
2: How are we? I'm guessing is it basketball? Because it's take a shot. Yeah, it's okay. basketball. Could context, context clues, context, oh, context was...
0: clues. Yeah. So that's very good, Rowdy. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, context. The um,
1: cousin of blues. Uh, Would you say Jimmy Butler is a up? Yonker?
2: Is he a young man? Right. <laughs> he is a young man. Yeah. yeah does he, I
0: mean, relatively yonker. He likes yeah. to. Does he? he wh- to does he wuzzle it up? Yeah. He does. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. But he is not. A, he is not a balloon Not a
1: blue. Or a muntjack. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Wow, guys. Good start. Read what are you drinking? I step, I step humor. Yeah. What are you drinking there? What is that? Yeah, this you got like a fancy bottle. Yeah. What is that? It's a fancy cup. Uh, it's a, a red huh? can you're drinking. Is it a diesel? It's a Coke. Oh, it's a Didn't diesel
2: it, you, Coke. You I had I a fancy you. bottle I'm, of Pellegrino,
0: right? Oh yeah, this uh, Pellegrino, but it's just a bottle I've been refilling. Oh. <laughs> I helped my cousin move this weekend, and I she let me clean out her liquor fridge, so I took a bunch of champagne and Pellegrino. <laughs> <laughs> Did she have anything else in the fridge? And then I realized that this Pellegrino is best by uh, August, or no, February 17th, 2020. Ah. I wondered why it didn't have many bubbles in it.
2: <laughs> do you have any of that champagne left?
0: Yeah, I have three bottles. Some, All right, um, here's yeah. what you do. Okay. I've, I've heard this.
2: Get ready. Um, <laughs> People are saying, he's Siri, Get yourself some fast food and enjoy mm-hmm. it with fast food. Uh, champagne and fast food sounds ridiculous, uh, but yeah, I saw I saw like an article I or something that was good. talking about that maybe a year or two ago, and was saying that like the fattiness of the fast food, and the like acidity of the champagne. Mm. It's just they're like mm. it's a fantastic combination, and a, and a coworker was telling me that he read the uh, biography of Dave Grohl. And, or autobiography of Dave Grohl, and apparently that's one who? of the, the, from the Foo Fighters. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Just checking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> apparently that's on their writer. Is when they finish their show, they have KFC and Champagne.
1: Life Hacker. Some, some, some deal and- where.
2: Oh, so go ahead.
0: Hmm.
1: La- Life Hacker says champagne and fast food are the perfect pairing. The high-low combination is the height of decadence, plus it tastes amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Huh. There we go. All right, what should I? What kind of fast food should I try this with?
2: You got to try yeah, fried says, chicken.
1: It's bright, okay. bubbly, like, acidic nature makes it the perfect foil for fat and salt and the two ingredients that make fast food appealing in the first place. Nuggets, um, cheeseburgers, pizza, anything fatty,
2: savory, all take out. That's Captain D's. Oh yeah, Captain D's. Captain Captain D's. Uh, uh, either Popeyes or KFC. I feel like KFC with those spices. I'm usually yeah, a Popeyes so guy, but I, I, I think. Uh, but what spicy. about what about a Popeyes Sammy? Too hot. Nah.
0: Too hot. You need you need salt and fat. Mm-hmm. So I
1: think Popeyes Sammy. Too hot. What do yeah, you mean? Like spicy? Too much. Oh, spicy. I could I could get the non-spicy one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, that would be good.
0: I think so. It sounds like anything fried would be good, right? Mm hmm. Uh, I don't oh, know. What do you think. Doesn't typically? a baconator and a bottle of champagne sound pretty good? Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, man. That's, I, I'm, Just, I, I mean, am. Baconators are disgusting. <laughs> They're so greasy. I'm so jealous <laughs> of you right now that this all sounds
0: fantastic. <laughs> well, if you fart knockers would ever come back to the studio, I got three <laughs> bottles of champagne. This says cheesy burgers. Cheesy cheeseburger. This is
1: according to Vino yeah. <laughs> Vino Mofo. So if you want to, uh, well, what are they? Brute, rosé, what are we looking at?
0: No, they're all brute. I like the dry. I'm a gin fan, so okay. I like dry uh, drinks. Okay, here you go. So chicken goes with Cava.
1: Cheeseburger goes with the sparkling rosé. Hot chips and
0: extra brute. Uh, oh, like I can get some flaming Hots and drink a bottle of Brut and take it to the next level. Yeah. Uh, spring Rolls and Prosecco.
1: Fish Prosecco. and chips
0: with Blanc de Blanc. Prosecco?
1: There was a bottle of Prosecco in there. I left it. Prosecco is just another sparkling, Italian yeah. sparkling wine. Yeah. It's traditionally made with the fruit-forward Glera grape and undergoes second fermentation in tanks. Unlike champagne, made in the traditional method... Which ferments in the bottle. Mm. So there you go. So you said you got brute. yeah, yeah. Because you're looking for something crunchy, salty, and hot. That
2: that sounds, sounds like, like Captain,
0: Captain D's to me. Or <laughs> Captain <laughs>
2: D's. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm. I want a recap next week. All right, I like that. Or two sa- chicken. Or two save, chicken. A, save a bottle, save and then f- next week, yeah, we uh, order a, a bucket of KFC. And have champagne. We and KFC. need to
1: talk. We need to talk yes. to uh, the food editor Dennis Chu about this. Yeah, we do. Because he'd have some. I'm sure he'd have some, some wrecks, but also just some, just some strong
0: opinions. Well, let's get him on. Two tenders, two fish planks, pups and slaw. That's the order at Captain D's. What about so no no, no uh, French fries? Oh, I forgot fries. Yeah. Fries, pups, slaw, hmm. two planks, two tenders, hmm. and a whole bunch of those little crispy things. Now this says to avoid condiments,
1: except perhaps mayo-based condiments. If you're going to drink champagne with fries, so
0: tartars on, tartars in. Yeah, it would be.
2: Oh, uh, like, I could see because, like, if you were having like. Vinegar, uh, so like if you had the sandwich, yeah, you wouldn't want to get the pickle because I'll bet the acidity of the pickle Oh yeah. It might mess things up. But they said
1: the this said extra brute with the fries because you wanted it with grease. Grease the grease, the salt, and then like it's almost like a malt vinegar flavor. Mm. So that's why you want to connect those two.
0: Very oh, the champagne would substitute for the malt vinegar for the flavor. Malt vinegar. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, okay. So should I drizzle some champagne on the fish planks and fries like I do malt vinegar? Like, you, wait, freeze. You don't do that already? I well, just... I don't typically drink champagne with Captain D's, but now my my eyes have been opened. You don't I drizzle you, champagne over everything. Yeah,
2: you don't spread I'm, caviar I'm on your fish planks? Captain yeah. D's just went
0: from nine dollars to about twenty nine dollars. No, yes, exactly. In this economy, yeah, yeah. and it's going to cost me seven fifty to drive out there and back. Oh, Cosmo's mm. Cosmo
1: twenty seventeen. They say they've 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 uh, entered the ring. McDonald's chicken nuggets with rosé. Oh yeah. Big Mac with the Suvet Prestige. Burger King Whopper. Uh, Wendy's Baconator goes with Tempranillo. unfamiliar, looks red. These are all just sparkling wines? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. Wendy's Fries and Pinot Noir. I do
0: like Pinot Noir.
1: Oh, no, they aren't all sparkling. Apparently just this one. Rosé and Nuggets. I've never been a big fan of Rosé. Are they still called McNuggets? Are they Chicken McNuggets?
0: Yes. I, I think well, they they're Nick, Nick Chicken N- Nuggets. Huh? Chicken McNuggets. Chicken McNuggets. What did you just McNuggets? say? Yeah. Nick and McChuggets? Chicken Nuggets. <laughs> I think he had a stroke. Are I they? Think, hey, are they chicken it's the nuggets? Radon. The radon has finally <laughs> gotten got it. <laughs> Is it chicken nuggets, chicken McNuggets, or McChicken Nuggets? No. They've, They've always really been Mick Mc Nugget. <laughs> McChicken Nuggets is if you've had a stroke. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Or if you they've call always been,
2: no, they've always Netflix, been yes. Nick, Nick Nuggets, McChicknuts. <laughs> what? Are they fry French or French fries? Nick and Mac, Nick <laughs> and McChugnuts. That's what they've <laughs> always McChug- been. Nick's. I feel like this is, we're getting into uh, Mandela effect territory here. You guys didn't grow up be. having... Uh, some Nickchen uh, McChugnuts? <laughs> McChugnuts. I
0: feel like every time he says it, it changes. Oh yeah. Well, that's part of the joy, right? Like
1: that's that's how oh, he grew man. up. Just constantly changing it. You got to keep him on the
0: toes. That's that's how the Stockholm syndrome works. You can't yeah. get, let people get too comfortable. Oh man. McDonald's though, Coke and fries are superior. That's about it. But that's. Why they're saying this is saying why the
1: Coke tastes so much better at McDonald's is because of the food of, of the salt in the food makes the sweetness and the acidity of the Coke of your of your sparkling beverage taste better. So mm. that's I the think they got extra syrup
0: goes. in that Coke at Mickey D's. No,
1: they got extra. The bubbles are bigger. I think the bubbles are bigger. What they just order the bigger bubble tank? <laughs> Yes, they know. It's the aerator at the end of the bubble
0: hose. I think you mean the Mick aerator. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the air aerator. <laughs> air aerator. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's this. Next a time s- I go to McDonald's, i to be like, "Hey, hit me with more of that aerator if you don't a, mind." aerate me.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: but they're putting out that like that new Pepsi,
1: that's a nitro Pepsi. Have you guys seen? Pepsi's
0: that? Pepsi's an inferior product.
1: Well hear me out
0: though they have right. a nitro i'd pepsi have now. nitro
1: pepsi i would try nitro pepsi Pepsi's too sweet and it's flat relative well that's to why
2: nitro pepsi makes sense yeah
1: because the way you said
0: it makes it make more sense exactly nitro but nitro has micro bubbles doesn't right it? mm-hmm. so it's
2: going to yeah. be creamier you've always mm-hmm. wanted creamier pepsi right <laughs> have i have i already told you guys this i know we talked about that's dressing been it. the problem it's the
0: lack of lactose that's yes. been
2: the problem with pepsi
0: <laughs> i know we've talked about dressing a double cheeseburger like a big mac but uh, i saw a tiktoker uh, so- sir a what? mcdouble what'd i say double cheeseburger oh yeah sorry a mcdouble it's a McDouble. double <laughs> the double chi is at burger king right yeah. Yeah. um But I saw on TikTok or something that, first of all, I'm still confused as to how I can see TikToks and not be on TikTok, but that's for another time. Yeah. Um, I could only watch one at a time. Someone ordered in the drive-thru a Big Mac substitute beef for spicy chicken patties, and they did it.
2: Oh, What?
0: Yeah, so you get the Thousand Island, the three buns, the lettuce, the pickles, but two spicy chicken patties instead of beef beef patties. Yeah.
1: I guess I can have it my way at McDonald's. What, now, okay, first off, that sounds amazing. It does sound
0: pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but... <laughs>
1: I think they would do anything you asked them to do if if you paid for it, right?
0: Do you have did did this person? Yeah, have to pay I did. Extra? They did not specify if it was there was an upcharge or not. Yeah. I don't know. Like you get up there and like you just ordered like a seven dollar Big Mac, <laughs> yes. which in in this economy that might be how much a Big Mac costs there right now. Well, it might be. It's damn near what a gallon of gas is about to cost would you do would you do one would you do like one beef patty and one chicken patty mm hmm that's a good question a uh, guy I worked with at Blockbuster went 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 and got a double cheeseburger uh, excuse me a McDouble at there McDonald's and it was yeah. right after the right after the shift change from breakfast to lunch and it had one beef patty one sausage patty on it. <laughs> That doesn't sound terrible. Oh No. He was irate and I could not understand why. I was like, you should just enjoy <laughs> you would. this. Yeah. yeah this you is would. a once in a lifetime opportunity here. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty
1: solid. It's a brunch burger. How often would you say you guys eat at McDonald's?
2: Uh, uh not very often. Only when we're like traveling, that's basically. Yeah. It. Like if I, I need I a quick stop. Yeah, on the road. If I if I'm if, hungry and
0: it's early, I might stop and get like a sausage biscuit or something. But if I eat at McDonald's, it's typically breakfast.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I only do it when I'm on the road, which means when I'm in my car. <laughs> which means. <laughs> yeah. Or like. Is that it? Yeah.
1: Just in your car. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be seen in the, you, just the drive through You don't want to be seen in the building.
2: Oh, I never go in the building. No, because I got the touch screens. I'm not messing with that. I go no. through the drive through so the professional can take my order the True. right way and push all the right buttons. I'm not about to go in there, and I know what I want. I could tell no. you in two seconds. I don't need to figure out your, your gigantic tablet.
1: mm it's true. They should give you a discount. It's like because I didn't know I worked here till I got in here. Yeah. Now that I'm working here, do
0: I get the employee discount? I'm gonna start trying to order a senior coffee and see how how uh, how many times I can get away with it.
2: Like the Mexican sausage coffee?
0: biscuit and a senior and a senior coffee, please. Is that even legal? Isn't that ageist? Like to allow to have two different prices
1: for two different people.
0: I think it's supposed to be honoring the old people, but it could be, I guess, interpreted as ripping off younger people. Yeah.
2: Ask for the senior coffee.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Especially since those old people are going to get Social Security, and we are not. Yeah. Possibly. So. Mm Hmm. hmm. Well, are we ready to talk um, sports?
1: Because we are a sports podcast. Yes. Uh, Normally, Rowdy, this is when I ask you, how about some sports, but... I have a question for you guys today. Switch it around. Did you know how popular fantasy fo- fantasy sports are nowadays?
2: No. Are you aware? Yeah, I'm aware mm-hmm. because you guys talk about it too much. Well, and there's nothing. It's the worst than thing in the world to listen. No, it's it's terrible.
0: Yeah, uh, when you're not involved in it, I could see it would be enraging. Well, yeah, then you there's guys nothing worse than, than
2: someone story. else's fantasy. Oh no.
1: You guys are going to love this next story. So first off, according to Fantasy Sports and Gaming Association, more than 60 million people worldwide play fantasy sports. And of those 60 million, Mm. 80% of those people uh, participate in football. And of those people, 80% of them are males. And of those, the majority are between ages 18 and 35. You know who else also fits that demographic? No Major League Baseball players Major League Baseball players That's that's right So we had a story this week That uh, came about on Friday It was a beautiful day in Cincinnati It was a little rainy On that day <laughs> But it's Cincinnati
0: So that's as good as it gets that's, <laughs> Yeah, that's why I said it, I qualified it It's a beautiful yeah. day in Cincinnati yeah. It was a little rainy A little bit rainy <laughs> Yeah The Ohio River was partially on fire. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, slightly on fire, but within its (laughs) banks. So
1: it's a win for everybody.
0: Yeah. It was a pleasant flame.
1: On that day, the Cincinnati Reds were hosting uh, the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Around 4 o'clock, everything looked normal. The teams were out batting practice, doing their batting practice. That's when Tommy Pham, first-year Cincinnati Reds, approached Jock Peterson first-year San Francisco Giant, and asked him a simple question. You remember me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to use that. (laughs) Hey, you remember me? Yeah. Uh, And right after that, (laughs) a slap from Fam to to Jock Peterson ensued. Oh, my. It was a big slap, guys. Was there video? video? There is video. Oh, I have to look it up. Yeah. There is a video of it, and it is he connects pretty well. Uh, It looks like Jock loses his gum. Ooh. At this point, the bench is (laughs) is clear. This is in the outfield. The bench is clear. Uh, It looks like there's going to be a little bit of a kerfuffle. Um, Comes out that uh, Tommy Pham will not be entering the game after a bit of a controversy, which we can talk about. Let me ask you this real
2: real quick. Sorry. When you say clearing the benches, when this happens literally everyone on the team gets up to fight pretty much, yes. I mean, oh, it was out by the wall. I would yeah, I would there. I would not be one of those people. When they would out, they would altered, be like one team cleared the bench, the other team cleared all but one cuz Rowdy's this, this Rowdy's sitting there. It. Yeah. 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 So
0: clearly you would never be a musketeer. Mm-mm. No.
2: No. I mean. One. That's their their mean, personal. All for they're, him
0: for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All for Rowdy. You guys do what you want. Yeah. I mean,
1: what <laughs> you, am you, I going to do? You guys do.
2: run your own. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good. You could so, grab a bat and run out there. I just didn't know this was a part of being a professional baseball player. That like not oh, only am clearing, I going to have to. For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you wouldn't know it because it's not written
1: anywhere. That's part yeah. of the problem. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's unwritten. It's not in the books. So according to Jock Peterson, there was no real argument. He kind of came up and said, you remember from last year? And I was like, fantasy football? And he was like, yeah, slap. <laughs> Jock did not retaliate. Come, after the game, that's when we found out what this was about. And it was, in fact, about a fantasy football dispute. Apparently, Jock Peterson and Tommy Pham are in... Uh, a league together, where uh, Tommy—it's a—it's a high stakes league too, guys. Um, where Tommy felt like he was being disrespected, and that Jock broke some rules because of this, uh, he said, "Quote: Next time I see you, I'm gonna
0: pimp slap you." Man of his word, Tommy fame well, well, I guess yeah, you th- gotta respect th- that. Th- this is becoming a thing now. How many more years until we're slapping, men are slapping, millionaires are slapping each other with just their gloves? The slap is an interesting, yeah. I mean, the Will Smith-Chris Rock thing, now the Jock Peterson-Tommy Pham thing, like multi, multi, multi multi-millionaires slapping each other. Yeah.
2: Well, it's an ultimate sign of disrespect. It is. I guess.
1: And I I think that's what he intended to do because... If we go back, this isn't the first altercation that Tommy fam has gotten into, or at least uh, promised to get into this year. Earlier this year, 420, uh, which I was not here for, I was not here for the holiday. Uh, Tommy um, vowed to fight Luke Voigt, a current padre. Hey, Luke Voigt's got a weight set. You don't want to fight Luke Voigt. No. No. (laughs) Apparently, uh, according to uh, reports after the game, he said, Luke Voigt ran into the Padres catcher, gave him a concussion. Fam took uh, offense to this and said, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I don't like it. They can say what they want. Everybody on that side, man. They know I, I get down, I know a place here, I know an owner who would let me use this gym if we need <laughs> to settle anything, so they can take it whatever. That play was dirty. Oh, he's going to the dojo to settle it. He's going, Yeah, he's going to Cobra okay. Kai.
2: Apparently. I thought okay. he only liked to fight outside of strip clubs in San Diego.
0: Uh, he is known for that as well. Well, that's where he learned the pimp slap. If and Luke also, lives, another question. After Jock Peterson got slapped, did he clutch his pearls? He, in fact, did not. Maybe
1: that's what broke. Maybe his pearls broke. They broke in the, in the uh, World Series, too.
0: Yeah, I remember that. So perhaps that's what, that's hmm. what was flying off of him in that video. He should have ripped those pearls off of his neck instead of slapping him.
1: So here's Peterson's side of the story. There was a, it, the dust up, if you even want to call it that, was about uh, two things. A group text, which, I mean. Hey, sometimes those get dusty. They, get, they do get dusty. <laughs> a group text uh, where fam felt that him and the Padres were disrespected, and some cheating going on, because according to Peterson, he thought I was cheating because I was stashing players on my bench. They router, you're gonna love this. This is where we really get into the nitty-gritty of someone league. Into else's the weeds here, yeah. Someone else's <laughs> <Right>. fantasy league. <laughs> and then I looked up the rules, sent a screenshot of the rules, and how it says that when a player is ruled out, you're allowed to put him on the IR, and that's all I was doing. And then it just so happened that he had a player, Jeff Wilson, who was out and I had him on the IR. I said you literally have the same thing on your team on your bench. And then he goes on from there, which is, is less interesting. But this is where, according to Jack Peterson, where the issue is. There was an issue with the rules. We all get upset when we think somebody's breaking the rules. I think we'd get a little more upset if we knew that $10,000 was on the line. Because that's how much it costs to get into this league. <laughs> there is also a penalty in this league if you get last place, 12-team league, you owe an additional
0: $10,000. I like this rule. I like that rule. If you're last, you pay double. There's $130,000 on the line, basically. So according wow. to Fam,
1: he, he says, yeah, we had a problem with the IR. He also sent the text to disparage the Padres, but it wasn't just one text. It was, according to him, four or five. The main one, or at least the one that Jack Peterson remembers, is kind of hilarious. It's a lineup mm-hmm. of... Three teams, uh, all from the NL West, uh, the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Padres have three weightlifters. They're all th- it's one of those strongman competitions. You may have seen this this GIF where they throw the weights up over the wall. Oh yeah, yep, so, yep. Yeah, yeah. so Behind them. Yeah. Two of the three successfully throw it over the wall. The third weightlifter, they all throw at the same time, tries to throw it over the wall, it hits the top of the wall and comes down and hits her on top of the head. Yep, I've mm-hmm. seen that. That was the Padre. Uh, so I don't, I don't play like that. Everybody knows I don't play like that. Peterson apparently apologized. It wasn't enough. Said so next, can't time take a you, joke. Can't, can't take a joke. I'm going to pimp slap you. I know what you're thinking. Reed, I know you're thinking this. Well, this seems like something the commissioner should step in and take care of. Yeah. Yeah, where's where's the leader here? Well, I'll tell you where the leader is. He's in Anaheim. Nuh-uh. It's none other than uh, -uh. a 14-year veteran, nine-time All-Star, two-time MVP, (laughs) probably the greatest player of our generation, Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Wow. (laughs) Yep. The league is run by Mike Trout. Uh, He... (laughs) obviously uh because you know there's nothing better to do uh on uh over memorial day uh fam gives an interview and says this is all mike trout's fault <laughs> 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 uh i gotta find some of these guys oh. he said uh where did it go oh man um I blame, he he literally says, I blame Mike for all of this. (laughs) Uh, Trout did a terrible job, man, Fan said. Trout's the worst commissioner in fantasy sports because he allowed a lot of stuff to go on, and he could have solved it all. Also say, look, nobody wanted to be commissioner. I didn't want to be the commissioner. I've got other stuff to do. He didn't want to do it. We put him on it. It was kind of our fault, too, because we made him commissioner. Yeah, I mean, the guy is probably one of the greatest baseball players of all yeah, time. Yeah, he's busy. Yeah, he's busy. He's, uh, he's great at everything he does. He's, he's a natural athlete, probably a natural commissioner. Apparently
0: not. Now, so, I will say this. Yes. Having played fantasy football for more than a decade and Roto for three or four seasons, mm-hmm. there is no rage. There is no white-hot anger comparable mm. to fantasy rage. Why? And it, Particularly Roto rage. Roto rage is white-hot. Uh-huh. Oh,
1: yeah. It's every day. I think that's yeah. part of it. Is it yeah. it's a com- there's compounding rage that happens mm-hmm. with Roto. Hmm.
2: Sounds so really fun. This sounds oh, great. it's a blast.
1: <laughs> yeah. So they're in the midst of it. So let's, let's rewind real quick back to May 27th. So now we have Tommy hmm. Pham. Uh, s- smacking Jock Peterson obviously the Giants are hot about this they said Fam can't play Reds say Tommy Fam's playing so they make a call to the MLB uh, office give them uh, what's going down Cincinnati stands pat he's going to play it's a 7 o'clock game but there is a 2 hour delay So based on that and a conversation between MLB and the Players Association and Tommy Pham, 10 minutes before the game, they finally remove Tommy Pham from the game (laughs) with the condition that if he is suspended, which why wouldn't he be, that that missed game will count. So Tommy Pham is suspended after this game. How many games? Three games. Three games. Three games. Pimp slap equals three games pimp slap equals three games why did the pimp slap happen hey this is the math portion of the show why did the pimp slap happen well we were in a high stakes uh fantasy football league where ten thousand dollars was up for grabs so because of that and i don't play i slap a guy three game suspension forfeited ninety eight
0: (laughs) thousand (laughs) nine hundred one dollars oh man (laughs) No, he so lost
1: stupid. He lost $110,000 for that slap.
0: Oh man. Wow.
1: Yeah. So he, he was out three games. Mike Trout was asked about this fast forward back into, did he just uh, laugh? Well, well, Rowdy, this was, he's like I said, he's the first year uh, player for the Cincinnati Reds. He signed a $7.5 million contract. $6 million of that is guaranteed. Uh, his agents, which I think is it's a pretty good deal, looking at what his uh, lifetime earnings have been, it's a little less than uh, he had, or it's quite a bit more than he had earned uh, when he was in Tampa, but a little less than he was earning on his one-year contracts when he was with San Diego, and that's all due to uh, his agent, Vayner Sports.
2: Oh no, Gary
0: Vaynerchuk. You're you're. Oh, guy. Tommy fans on Gary V's uh, uh, oh. agency. Yeah. Tommy oh This might god. be the worst well, player in pro- baseball. He's, he's just producing content then. Oh my gosh. He's just doing what Gary V told yeah. him to yeah. do.
1: Yeah. you want to go viral Here's how yeah. you go viral. Here you yeah. go. Pimp oh. slap Jock Peterson. What is it? Uh Hook hook jab 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 hook or whatever that book is called.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's Somebody a needs a pimp slap player. Gary V.
1: <laughs> That's who he should be slapping. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike wow. Trout at this point, he's been asked, will he resign? Uh, he hasn't made that decision. Resign as know. commissioner? As commissioner, yeah. I mean,
2: is this... Yeah. Wait, football's not happening right now, so this is all in the no. past. So yeah. are you guaranteed to be the commissioner the next time?
0: Yes. If you're yes. the commissioner, you're basically the commissioner. Unless you really uh, really? I think this would be a good... This is a good...
1: Um, Case for rotating commissionership. Yes.
2: Why would you ever to decide to be it the commissioner? Be one,
1: no, one I don't two, ever want to, to want to be the commissioner. Rotation. One or two years, you commissioner, and you go through it. But that's kind of the point, right? I mean, if you, you don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. Nobody wants yeah. to be commissioner. Well, that's not so true. So why you know would you make the same person? Yeah.
2: It's, but it's all. But it's like. Yeah. It's like. But it's like politics. It's like the the person who actually wants to be the politician is probably the worst person for the job cuz it's a power it, they probably got That's some kind of power trip, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah so you actually, should pick you don't, So maybe Mike Trout is the best commissioner cuz he didn't want it. Like you so you're saying
1: if I could rephrase this, you if you want this power, you don't have a true desire to serve. You right. only have a desire for position. Thus, you should be disqualified from holding the position, like most politicians. Yes, but then you aren't you kind of legislating motive, or you're trying to define motive. Like what? What were you trying to do? I've said it before. Their actions
0: truly were. I've said it before. You got to find a Klingon where where their motto is "the honor is to serve." Hmm.
2: Well, once we once we uh, if if you're going to run for office, you have one of Elon Musk's. Uh, Neuralink, uh, you know the chimp killer, uh, yeah, nine thousand have that inserted into your brain, and then from that we can actually tell like why are you getting into this? What are your true motives? And then that's how we decide. Oh, it's like it's like Minority Report, mm-hmm. but for uh, politics. hmm mm, Interesting. Anyway, but do that for commissioners so-
1: too. Well, and this commissioner didn't want to be dragged into this. I kind of feel like, I don't know if Mike Trout has ever said the words, get, your, get my name out of your mouth or keep my name out of your mouth, but he definitely So, so now Mike Trout is Will Smith. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Fam apparently contacted Mike Trout and apologized for outing him as the uh, commissioner. You might be wondering, as I was, who else is in this league? Yeah. Well, apparently uh, the commissioner uh, has um, put the kibosh on finding any other information. Well, who we know right now.
0: Oh, he shut it down. There will be no leaks. Manny Hmm.
1: Machado, Eric Hosmer, and Mike Moustakas. The Moose. Manny Manny Machado, uh, current Padre. Eric Hosmer, current Padre. Mike
0: Moustakis. Former Former Padre. Padre. And now a current Red. So... um, With a brief stint with the Brewers, I think, correct? Yeah. Uh, He's had...
1: And we also know that Jock Peterson has been teammates with some other players. He said, I know other people from this league. Uh... So at this point, we know what? One, two, three, four, five, six players. Except mm. the plot thickens. Uh oh. Reed, this is your favorite thing. If there's one thing that you will get mad about from an owner in a league, what would it be?
0: Not setting your lineup, just kind of just, absentee uh, ownership, just general malaise. Yeah. So Tommy Pham actually quit this league
1: <laughs> in season five. He gotta in out, five. You gotta in throw him out. What? Gotta throw him out. He's he quit, out. He quit the league, according to according to Pham, He was in second place at the time. So here's what we know. He's upset because uh, because Jock Peterson, according to him, broke the rules, and he was effing with the with Pham's money at that point. But then Tommy Pham was in second place after week five and decided to quit the league. So the $10,000 was clearly not that important to him (laughs) if he's just going to stop playing in the league. Pham is a known (coughs) fantasy fantasy sports uh, addict, just a nut. According to one player uh, from the Padres, he thought that Jock Peter, a friend and former player from the Padres, he thought Jock Peterson was a teammate because of how much Tommy Pham talked about him. He was unaware that they were just owners in this fantasy football league.
0: Man, Tommy Pham's ate up with this, man. He's yes, Yeah, this has been stewing for a long time, a long time. That's a $100,000 slap after he already yeah. lost 10 for quitting. Yeah Oh man So he's a whiner He's a quitter I'm glad it's just not us
1: Mm -hmm. He's a fighter He's a sinner He's a saint He does Uh. not feel ashamed He's our hell He's our dream He's nothing in between You know he wouldn't want it any other way
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man this guy's a kind of a lunatic huh Yeah
1: it's great isn't it (laughs) Oh I love it It's This is like the per. I love this story so much. So now we are now we are in day six of this story. At this point, Uh, we have on the record Tommy Pham put out uh, was interviewed by the Athletic to tell his side of the story. Jock Peterson has at least three videos I've watched, about three to five minutes in length, where he's
0: talking about it. Are, are these clothes. like official pressers, or is this just official like official? Oh my! Like with the step and repeat of the team in the back, of the whole nine.
1: No, in the locker room. Okay. Yeah, he's made available in the locker room. We have, uh, we have, Mike Trout, getting into it. Uh, he he was even asked. Uh, why this is still going on and he just blames it he said it's look it's all in the past you guys are just dragging it on uh, but it's a legendary <laughs> fantasy football league that's for sure so trout's involved he's being asked about it before games so far no comments from manny machado or uh mike moustakas or eric Hosmer. However, we also, uh, to to put a little bow at the end of this, we did get a comment from Jeff Wilson Jr., who was kind of the one in the middle of all of this. The only player we know in the middle of this, because we don't know what player uh, Jock picked up or that he put on IR, but we do know that Tommy Pham put Jeff Wilson Jr. on IR, Jeff Wilson said... Who
0: is Jeff Wilson Jr.?
1: He is the running back for the San Francisco 49ers.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So,
1: what does Jeff Wilson Jr. think about this? Quote, I guess I was just honored to be in the conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. See, yeah. Trout's got to Trout's take control of the situation here. You got uh, fam's out. You got to throw yeah. him out. Or at least one year suspension. Of what? From Will the he, league.
1: Oh, he's done. He's done. He's out of the league. If I were, I wouldn't even, he quit. He quit after five weeks.
0: Tommy Fan, uh, Fam has never seemed quite right to me he's anyway.
1: An, he is an intense dude. Yeah. He's ready. He's ready to throw down whenever, wherever. <laughs> so, yep. That's the story as we know right now. But this is.
0: This is developing. I feel like this is this is my cereal. You, yeah. You know what's this great is, about this, too? Is this is like, my Adnan. This is the Cincinnati Reds, basically, I mean, like, a, an example of what a what a nightmare that franchise has become this season.
1: Well, you know what's funny is, um, well, it's not that funny. It's, it's slightly humorous is the Reds actually won that game 5-1. to one. Did they? Hmm. Yeah, and they went out and won the next night. Uh, three to two, but couldn't sweep.
0: They lost six to four on Sunday. So, the- was that their first two wins of the season? Uh, I think it was their eighth and their ninth. Win, I was gonna say three? pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they were on like a fourteen or sixteen game losing streak at one point. Not great, Bob. They are now seventeen and thirty-two. Wow. Yeah,
1: not great. Not great. Uh, clearly have the.
0: Well the Royals and I had such high hopes the for Nash. the Reds like the Reds. a season and a half ago. they traded everybody, yeah, they ditched Winker and all those guys like they were they were all right uh, uh, what last season or the season before, I mean, they were Two building something, now. yeah
1: uh, they were just outside of the uh, the wild card last year. yeah, so I don't know what they were doing, but apparently Man. playing a lot of fantasy sports well. This is just the wildest story to me. I think we can all relate though. Well, you can't, Rowdy. But Reed and I, we can relate. Like you said, there's no there's no anger like fantasy. Oh, it's like white it's, hot it's, rage. It's,
0: it is. It's, it's, it's white hot it, I mean, how many times during the fantasy season have I either texted you or called you on full tilt?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, just there's, tilting, there's man. Three or four of those a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like can you believe this? Like Yeah. If you get yeah. a call from me at like between the hours of 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. during a fantasy season, it's not going to be good.
1: <laughs> well, especially when there's it's these like these uh, little
0: minutia, the minutia of the rules. Yeah, of oh, the rules being, and, and deadlines on. and locked players and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I so I get why he's upset. I don't get why he's. Yeah, I'm not going to slap somebody over fantasy. Upset. Still upset. I'm going to give him a piece of my mind, but I'm not going to hit him. Yeah.
1: This was the, uh, not only is he still upset, but this was the first time Jock Peterson and Tommy Pham had ever met. Oh, really? They had never had a conversation before this
0: moment. Well, then I like the, hey, you remember me even better. (laughs) Yeah. Fantasy football. Yeah.
1: It's like oh, that's weird. Yeah, did you see the slap, Rowdy? Have you seen the video? You should, I'll send you. The video. No. It's kind of
0: hard to see, but you can see it. Yeah. Well, and this is what you get when you get uh, people in your fantasy league that you don't know. We've experienced this. Mm-hmm. You knew, You really need to know everybody, or at least have met them a time oh, or yeah. two. Yeah. I mean, we uh, think about us over the years, Snoop. We've added new people, but they come to the draft. Like, we get to know them a little bit, like, and it works out. But the people that are not in the state that have been in our league, they're, they always seem to be a problem. Yep.
1: Yeah. I don't think I'd slap anybody, though.
0: No, no.
1: I I'm never a- met anybody from the baseball league. I mean, the people I knew.
0: Yeah, but that's true. About half the league I've never met. That's true. Never met, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting.
1: According to according to our uh, colleagues at uh, the Athletic, Peterson said the two had never spoken in person before <laughs> Friday. He doesn't foresee them being there being much communication between the two. I bet. But, oh,
0: they're not buds. They're, they're not buds now. They're not buds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shocking. So, this wow.
1: is an uh, this is a developing story though. So, I will keep you updated on what's going on. Can't wait. Look forward to all updates. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I my goal before next week is to find out every owner in this league. I want to know every owner in the league and I want to know who what happened to Tommy Pham's team after he quit.
2: Uh, we he can discuss it over a bucket of KFC and some champagne next week.
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah. There we go. Do we know what platform they were using? ESPN. Okay. That's the start. That's yeah. a start. That's a problem. And according
1: according to Tommy Pham, the rules on the ESPN app were different than the rules that they had instu- instituted in their uh, league constitution. Well, then that is a commissioner's problem. Right. But jock sent, he jock's got receipts he, okay he sent the screenshot of the rules said this seems like it's well within the rules hmm. it's frustrating when somebody like grabs a player off waivers but doesn't immediately play them but you know that's part of it it's legal yeah it's legal yeah it's capitalism baby yeah you gotta hoard all those uh all those goods
0: you got to pick up seven know. pitchers the second-to-last day of the Roto season, absolutely, and then drop them immediately so they're immediately. locked for three days. Lock them
1: up. I wake up every day at three thirty and start ad dropping pitchers.
0: That was some white-hot rage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll do it. Especially when I get up at four o'clock and see that it's already been done. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what makes you mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, I guess I'm just going to have to stay up now. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I have done so that. I set my alarm for 4 a.m. once to pick up Heinz Ward because I knew someone else was going to pick him up, and I had no intention to play him. Yeah.
1: You just, yeah, you got to yeah, lock him up. Just watch yeah. this. Yeah. hmm yeah, You got to, the resources. I mean, you remember
0: fine. me? <laughs> the, the finite resources, yeah.
1: Yeah. Last year. You remember me from oh, last man. year? Yeah, fantasy football,
0: right? Fantasy is... Watch out! ...is so much fun, and at the same time, so stupid.
1: It's so stupid, so engrossing. Oh, yeah. It's no different than, like...
2: Dungeons so and I Dragons. I watched
1: this video... Exactly. I it kind this of video is, yeah. ...about this guy who's been running... He's been a dungeon master for 20-something years, 30 years. He's been going with the same game. He has multiple worlds. People come in and out. Uh... Once once your character dies in the game, you cannot play that character again. There's no reincarnation. Yeah. And he said, he's had people, he said, I've had grown men weep at the table (laughs) when their character died. (laughs) And I thought at first, I was like, well, that's dumb. Then I was like, yeah, I've been there. I've been there. (laughs) Like, yeah. Like, throw something because, well. Punch a, punch a pillow because, oh, that, uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey just
0: went out on the first play. Of the oh, first you should have been uh, at my house the uh, night I lost the Super Bowl because a player was locked and I couldn't change it. It's not a good <laughs> oh, yeah. night.
2: Not a good no. night. No. no. I mean, you could you could get that same kind of sense of, of pressure. Frustration. You, and frustration if you had a, a bookie I that don't. was going to uh, have someone come break your kneecaps. It's uh-huh. true. I mean, that could be another another thing. Is just, just, just gamble for real.
0: Yeah. Who's who's to say what you, what your motivating factors are?
2: Could, I mean, you know.
0: For Tommy, it clearly wasn't just the 10k, because, like you said, he lost 98k as a result of losing That's the 10k. Right. right. So. Which is just the
1: most insane part to me. Like, did he not think that there was going to be?
0: Uh, cameras or now who 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 started the process of the suspension was did did jock say something to man to a manager or some or did like officials see it from what from what i read it was that well even Jack
1: Peterson said there was a bunch of people around.
0: Well, they're they probably watching, it. they're probably even fans out there watching them shag balls and take BP and all that, you yeah. know? Yeah. Gabe Kapler, the manager
1: uh, who's currently um, not coming out for the national anthem in protest of America's response to uh, the gun crisis, mm. uh, was saying, it was the one who started the at least made the call. said, we're investigating it, and we're learning as much as we can about the incident. I don't really have much more than that for you right now. I sense we'll have a clearer understanding after the game. So Kapler's the one who called Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball came down and said, yeah, you can't. Uh, you, he, Tommy Pham can't play, and the Reds were just like, no, we're playing them, uh, until they made that Uh, until they made that change. There was something that was interesting because of this. The managers had to come out. and So before the game, you exchange your lineup cards. Hmm, So the managers came out, or the the coaches came out and exchanged it, but the umpire said, no, because of this, everything that's going on, we want the managers to come out, the big dogs to come out. So the two managers came out, David Bell and Gabe Kapler, uh, to exchange the cards, gave a little talking to, come to find out that the uh, there was a player on the Giants who was just uh, the irony of all ironies was just activated from the IR <laughs> in real life for the San Francisco IRL. Giants. IRL, yeah, IRL, I R IRL, <laughs> yeah. However, he didn't make it to the lineup card. So they tried to uh, put this pitcher in. I was looking for his name. I can't find it. They tried to put the pitcher in. Uh, This is when David Bell of the Reds realized the pitcher was not on the official lineup card, thus could not enter the game. Had to be pulled. Jose Alvarado came into the game instead. I do remember this. And gave up two runs which secured the win for the Reds. So because of the wow. IR and, uh, and the screw-up by the Giants, the Reds actually won the game. It's like a
0: butterfly effect.
1: It is a butterfly effect, yeah. So, hey, Rowdy, how about some sports? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man. <laughs> um, well, hey, guys, you know, I think in maybe one of our first episodes, we talked about how... Kind of ridiculous it is that uh, people uh, athletes will pray before their games because uh-huh. like you know God what's God supposed to do uh, you know pick sides or whatever like the, yeah, God doesn't care about sports was was our thesis. Mm-hmm. Apparently that doesn't apply in Japan uh, mm-hmm. where the where the gods or the spirits. Uh, actually may yeah. impact the games. So this week, the uh, the Tokyo Swallows, uh, the, they have right. created a shrine. It's the, uh, what, are, what do they call themselves? The Tokyo Yakult Swallows. Um, they are a baseball team in Tokyo, obviously. And they've created a shrine on the second floor of... I don't know what this is if, if it's their their mall or their um, anyway you can cr- you can go and pray at this shrine that they've created and the shrine actually has their little swallow mascot a stuffed version of the swallow mascot so you you can go to a Burger King or Starbucks uh, or pasta <laughs> shop different different shops and you can buy a pasta photo, shop. Uh, you can buy a votive tablet. So this is this is from Google Translate. Um, to get a votive tablet, please tell the cashier, please give me a votive tablet exclamation point at the checkout. <laughs> um, the votive tablet is made of paper. Um, so then you go to the shrine and you hang it on the little like shrine clip thing and they say, why don't you pray for victory in Atre Shinanamochi before heading to Jingu Baseball Stadium? Um, that's so what he first calls of chicken all, nuggets in Japan. Yeah. That's what we've always called them. <laughs> <laughs> They've always been called that. Um, the crazy thing is, they this team actually, the Meiji Up until Jingu. Until now, it's been normal. Here's the
1: crazy <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: So the, the, the Meiji Jingu Stadium in Tokyo actually is a part of a giant shrine. So this is the Sh- a Shinto shrine dedicated Shinto, to yeah. the Emperor um, Meiji. Um, and the stadium is actually part of this whole shrine complex. Um, this is also one of the oldest baseball stadiums. It's, I think it's the second oldest in Japan. It's only one of a, a few. Stadium still in existence that Babe Ruth played in. So he he came over with Lou Gehrig uh, and some other American players back in um, 1934. And the guy who organized the trip. Uh, the Japanese man, um, who's apparently the father of Japanese professional baseball, survived an assassination attempt for allowing these foreigners to play baseball in this stadium. And Damn. he received a 16-inch-long wound from a broadsword during the assassination Damn. attempt. So they take their baseball seriously in Japan. Um, but More seriously than we take our fantasy football here? I mean...
1: I mean, we're talking oh. about swords.
2: Uh, uh, broadsword, sixteen-inch broadsword wound compared to a slap. Yeah, I'd say so. I think we need more I do of that. think
0: there are more sword um, violent crimes with swords in Japan than handguns.
2: Yeah, well, that makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They're harder to get. But.
0: Well, uh, swords are. Ju- I mean. The swords are dope. Swords are I doper
2: mean, than guns. They are. <laughs> that is true, yeah. but I mean the thing that I think, Reed and I were talking about this a little bit before the show. Imagine, imagine this in um, Oh yeah, America, United States. If you if you, <laughs> you walk into uh, walk into a Starbucks and get like a pr- a Catholic prayer card or candle or something or Jehovah's uh, Witness
0: pamphlet, f- f- yeah, oh yeah, that you can Watch that out. you can light can for your... <laughs> for Grundy.
1: the Pacers to win. Pink drink and yeah. a watchtower.
0: Yeah. What if yeah. what if Starbucks gave away Mormon literature? They're peddling caffeinated coffee, but they're handing out Mormon flyers.
2: Mm. I mean that could Google be how
0: Mormon you baptized. know. Or they just it, like no, they would just like take you to the back and immediately like
1: baptize you, right? Or have somebody actually? There was no. It was being baptized. In exactly.
2: York. They collect all your receipts, and at the end of the day, uh-huh. who, the whoever's on staff gets baptized for you. That would be great. Yes. If I could get, <laughs> that would, yeah. if I could get my coffee <laughs> and be baptized without getting wet,
0: I'm
2: it's gonna like get a my own planet.
0: A baptismal punch
2: card. This is great. This is I'm also. Really I mean, if we started doing this. Is,
0: how wet
1: you'll get yeah
2: Uh, yeah, great well people always talk about how oh it's ridiculous that there's you know there's a starbucks on this corner and then there's a starbucks right across the street well yeah but if we if we implemented this yeah exactly you could have well that's the mormon one that's the catholic one that's the lutheran starbucks yeah um so your problem with the your your Problem with the
1: current construction of capitalism is that it's not cl- cl- not peddling religion. To other religion, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's not cl- for
2: your for your convenience. We need a little more religion in this. Yeah, it's not with sports. Enough. It's combining yes. everything. It's capitalism. <laughs> it's religion. It's sports. All in in a you know votive paper tablet. But see, with the Shinto thing, where I think we can
0: get around our problem with uh, praying for out, asking God for outcomes as if God affects the causal nexus, the Shintos are polytheists. So there might be a baseball God in Shintoism. I don't like the shoe. Or a baseball energy. I don't think they're actually gods in Shintoism. I think it's more like Yeah, it's like a or your
2: spirit or yeah. a
0: nature, a na- natural religion. Oh, then there's definitely a baseball spirit. Yeah. A show in Japan for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so
1: is I don't know. Are, are we done? I, Ohio I think was. so <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> That's it, we did it. We nailed did it, it. <laughs> <laughs> as always. I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casper, and Food Editor, Dennis Chu, Sellerman, Sean, and the Honorary Ball Boy. This week
0: is guys. We got a big announcement here. We don't have a ball boy this week. We have a ball boy of the year announcement. Wow. In studio, I received a package yesterday from superfan Tucker. Now, as the listeners need to remember, Tucker is the one that invented the quotient of 50-50, proving that probability is not real. It either is or it isn't. And he must have listened to the show a couple weeks ago when I was telling the story about uh, our buddy that took his girlfriend to see the dead horse at Hoosier Park. We got a package with dozens of stickers of a dead horse under a tarp with the (laughs) caption underneath it, hey, want to see something cool? Not only that, but we got a framed print and two loose prints, one for each of us. (laughs) Of the dead horse under a tarp with the caption, want to see something cool under it. And Tucker graced us with an excellent letter, which I would like to read on the air. Please do. Gentlemen, I hope this artwork continues to inspire. Given the odds, it could easily go either way. Footnote. The first three artists I contacted on Fiverr were from Ukraine and refused to depict a horse under these conditions. Noting that, quote, Russians slaughter enough of their horses, end quote. The fourth didn't have an issue. 50-50, Tucker.
2: (laughs) Uh, it's. It is awesome. <laughs> oh Tucker,
0: oh man, Tucker, you made my I'm, day yesterday, dude. I sent this. I sent pictures of that to the guys. Oh, I lost it. It is so awesome. So oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Oh yeah, was, super yeah, fan. Ball boy fantastic. of the year. And send us your address, listeners. Uh, email us, tweet us, uh, Insta us, whatever. Send us your address, and we'll send you one of these beautiful dead horse tarp stickers. Oh man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's great. Thank you, Tucker. It does inspire, hundred percent. It inspires. It's amazing. Uh, I have just the place for it in my den. It's gonna it's be awesome. So
2: awesome.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: It's inspiring me cool? to get on Fiverr. Yeah, dude. You know, all kinds. Well, all kinds luck. of ideas. <laughs> you yeah, either you will, will or you won't. It. Hey,
1: if it, tell you what, I'll you can skip uh, registering for Fiverr. What you can do instead is just design our t-shirt no thank you I'll, no I, i'll I, pay you five
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well whenever we make the t-shirts tucker gets the first one.
1: Oh, for sure
0: no doubt about for it for sure thank you tucker
1: we love it <laughs> i love it i'm very excited <laughs> oh, man. oh man we should probably get back on instagram and put this on instagram so people can see uh, that's yeah. true oh yeah for sure Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod@gmail.com at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it?
0: Yeah.